Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Greetings and welcome to Political Pursuits, the podcast. I'm your host, Lou Ann Anderson. Today, I join Lynn Woolley of Planet Logic to discuss if the America we knew is already gone. It's a disturbing prospect, but one that can't be ignored. I hope you'll check it out. Welcome to Planet Logic. Today's episode, The America We Knew is Already Gone. Lou Ann Anderson of Political Pursuits is here in Fabled Studio L. And Lou Ann, I know that's a provocative title, but we've just gone through a firing of two icons of television. Uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox. And who was that guy over on CNN? Uh, Don, Don Lemon, I think, uh, which made no splash at all. But the fact that Lemon was your standard left-wing cable provocateur, Tucker Carlson had taken the idea of cable news to a level that nobody has, at least not since Glenn Beck. And to an unwelcomed level as far as his corporate paymasters were concerned. Uh, Absolutely. And you wonder about this. I had thought for the longest time Watching Tucker Carlson do his show, is Fox happy with this? Because the ratings were through the moon, you know, and, t- and he was making, what, $20 million. But, um, boy, political correctness and wokeness is, is running the world, and he was anything but. We did, you and I did a podcast back, I can't remember if it was right before or right after Christmas, and it was one that I pushed to do, and it was the globalist versus the populist and in that my contention was that never mind right or left never never mind republican and democrat what we are looking at now is a global elite versus a populist the people and tucker's firing is one more manifestation of that conflict that's going on as far as I can see it. I think you're absolutely right. And I think the challenge to Joe Biden by Robert Kennedy Jr. is another manifestation of that. And And we're we're going to see what happens. Yes. Here's what spurred this was a couple of things. A few weeks ago, I was driving home from the show I do in Austin on Talk 1370. And I had switched over to hear Glenn Beck. I still like Glenn Beck. And he had a guy on who was talking about this very thing. And this guy said, I believe we have two election cycles left, presidential election cycles. And if we don't turn this country around by then, I think it will be too late. Some people think only one. And I kept thinking, I know that voice. Kevin, that's Kevin Roberts, the head of the Heritage Foundation, whom I know well. And I think you may may know him as well. Uh, We interviewed him on Monday. Uh, the Monday after Tucker Carlson uh, was let go, two election cycles. And then this weekend, I had an air conditioner out, and my air conditioning guy came over. He said, by the way, at the end of the year, he said, I'll be handing my business off to somebody else. He said, uh, we're, my wife and family and I were moving to South America. And I said, why? He said, because America's done. I said, what? He said, America's done. He said, it's over. We're, we're to the last stage. And when the last stage hits, and he said, it's about to hit, he said, there's stages of degradation. And he said, all the stuff we're going through with the wokeness and all this is part of it. He said, the very last stage is legalizing pedophilia. And he says, when that happens, it's done. And he named a couple of countries down through history that had had that kind of a situation. And I said, uh, is there anything that can stop you leaving? And he said, yeah, if Texas secedes from the union, he said, I'll, I won't leave. But he said, I don't see that happening. And that just got me to thinking what Tucker said about, do we cover the latest squabble between Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden? Or is there something far deeper that we should be covering? Just regarding 
the AC guy, number one, I'm not sure that going to South America is going to get you in any better of a, any more stable of an environment, certainly not a necessarily more free or um, liberty-based based environment. But also what he is talking about, I think, with regard to the stages, yes, there are stages that we have seen different, like the Roman Empire go through, and the U.S. is oftentimes compared with with the demise of the empire, but also there is something called turnings, and they basically are periods of about 80 years, and you have within that 80-year period, you have four turnings. There are many people who subscribe to this that believe we are currently in the fourth turning, which the fourth turning is a period, usually it lasts about 20 years, of extreme chaos and unrest and sometimes violence, and that it becomes so overwhelming and so horrific that it kind of snaps a population back into a more sedate, reflective, calm period, and then you start the cycle all over again. Are you are you possessing any level of confidence that that could happen? I mean, we've had Antifa riots, BLM riots. We've had the Capitol riot, which I refuse to call call an insurrection. The uh, Fed-surrection. And, and I don't think that we actually know all the details on that. Tucker ran that exclusive footage one night, and then that was cut off rather abruptly. That was enough footage for a couple of weeks' worth of shows. He had got one, one night out of it, and I think the powers that be pulled it. So you're saying we can hit bottom and maybe get a bounce back up. I agree with what Kevin was saying in terms of we have a finite number of elections left. I honestly question that two is a bit optimistic, and I say that only because it is so frightening at how quickly things have changed in the two and a half years that Joe Biden has been occupying, installed in the White House. And so that is a concern. I think that this upcoming election is critical and with regard to can we bring it back I am to a point I am very happy with what President Trump has said lately in coming out so stringently against deconstructing the administrative state and Bobby Kennedy Jr who is going to be a fascinating run and but there will be no debates <laughs> We'll see. To be seen. Yes, I to, don't. To they be may continued. not be. They may not be democratic sponsored debates, but I think that there will be a conversation had. It may look. But the problem and that is that won't necessarily be bad. But let me just. But, Kennedy also has said that top of his list of things that need to be happening is addressing the administrative state and central authority, centralized authority, and the merger of government. And corporations. corporations, yeah, ESG essentially. But look, if if they have a debate and Joe doesn't attend and they put an empty chair there, it's no different than if Joe does sit in it. It's still an empty chair. He's a vessel. And there is only one, I think, less savvy, is that the word, less cognitive, uh, one person who could be president uh, for the Democrats, who would actually be worse than Joe Biden, and that person's name is Kamala Harris. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think that Kennedy will find ways in the same way that Tucker will find ways. Thank God that we do have alternative media now, and Kennedy has been very much embraced in the alternative media. I mean, he. The reason that his book, The Real Anthony Anthony Fauci, sold over a million copies despite being blacklisted by the New York Times and the Washington Mm -hmm. Post and everybody on leftist media is because of right wing media giving him the airtime that it that it he got. Well, let me I had two questions. Make it three now. Does Robert Kennedy Jr. stand in their way? He is a threat. Did Tucker Carlson stand in their way? Another threat. Does Donald Trump stand in their way? He's long said, they're after me, I'm just in the way. They're after you, I'm just in the way. And so absolutely. 
and there already is a pitching of a um, ticket, perhaps, of Trump and Kennedy as a presidential ticket. What I want to know, and this has been floating around in my head ever since Tucker was fired, is that, you know, there's been times when people will say different pundits, you know, might kind of throw out there, well, Tucker ought to run for president. Tucker ought to run for president. Tucker Carlson, I love him. Stay in your lane, Tucker. He doesn't need to be president. I love him as a as a media personality, but, you know, extreme times call for extreme things. If Tucker were to throw his hat in as a presidential candidate. Now, his contract with Fox would preclude him from being able to talk about certain things, and certainly he'll have some DN, mm-hmm. you know, non-disclosure agreement, NDA, that says, you know, he can't be bad-mouthing Fox, but nobody, need, you know, Fox is irrelevant compared to the, the real issues that we have to deal with, which is Tucker's thing. Mm-hmm. If he were to throw himself into the ring as a presidential candidate with his First Amendment rights in terms of talking about the issues preclude any contractual limitations that Fox well, may that, have on him as a as an employee or as a former That's employee. a good question, and it's similar to one that I have asked on the radio show that I do in Austin. And that is, does the Dominion lawsuit settlement now preclude speculative opinion? Oh, it uh, it puts speculative opinion taking place at risk of a lawsuit of which precedent has been set that you could be. So found now guilty. somebody could go back and sue Hillary Clinton for making up the Russian collusion mess. Somebody could sue 51 members of the intelligence community, including Anthony Blinken, who signed a fake letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was was Russian disinformation. In a single-tiered justice system, Somebody yes. could sue uh, uh, Steele, Christopher Steele, for putting together a fake dossier. And couldn't you sue CNN for night after night after night of running the Russian collusion hoax? But for a two-tiered system of justice. And might I also add that in Tucker's, in this scenario of if he did run for president and if Fox wanted to take him to court over that, wouldn't it be nice that you have a $20 million a year war chest to use in fighting that? (laughs) Yeah, um, that's that's true. And of course, uh, there's a lot of pro bono law work he could probably get from the Heritage Foundation and and a bunch of other places. There was a third thing, not not. Uh, and by the way, I have a great air conditioner guy. I just my hat is tipped to him. He found the problem in five minutes and and fixed it. Uh, but he thinks he thinks it's done. He thinks America's done, and that's where I got the name of the episode. Now, Kevin Roberts of the Heritage Foundation thinks we have two election cycles. I began to wonder when another event happened that I'll get your thoughts on. When the president's selection for the Supreme Court of the United States of America was asked a very simple question. Can you define the word woman? And Katanji Brown Jackson could not define the word woman. I can give you a thousand definitions. Well, they're the, they're the sex that has the babies. They're, uh, they're, they're physically different from men in a number of ways. Uh, they have higher pitched voices than men do. They don't grow facial hair. There's a lot of things that you could have said. Uh, they have uh, two X chromosomes. You know, it goes on and on and on. She could not or would not define woman. And yet, she now sits on the Supreme Court. And that, that blew me away. And I thought, we have reached a point where insanity is now the rule. And logic, common sense, um, the founding fathers, three things that they thought were important are no longer important. And that's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the country, I think, was forever changed when she gave that answer. I worry about how 
how much that thinking has really, you know, moved through our society. And certainly we see a lot of harm having done been done within the education industry in terms of how it's affected our kids over decades now. And I think the jury is out on where Gen Z, the millennials, where they're really going to land once they start hitting like 40 years old, which the first millennials are are there. Um, I think the jury is out. And I think that the trying economic times that they are getting ready to face are going to be a real driver in where they land. As depressed as I can get about it and as as pessimistic as I can get, there are pockets of, of hope. You know, you do hear that that some of these these younger people that they are more, you know, prone for saving money. You see that they I saw something the other day that more younger people are turning back toward religion. Um I do think you're seeing a degree of young people that are hanging up social media that it's just they're they're finding that I mean there are the TikTok addictees who at this point I mean I think that that speaks to kind of some other psychological issues that they have that is kind of in a whole nother basket of of issues but um I think it it really it's going to depend on this next generation as to as to how they how they respond to the next 10 15 years. Well, of course you bring up education and I think that's where this all starts. It seems to start now in kindergarten. Uh there's a of course a big city named Charlotte, but there's a little town just south of San Antonio called Charlotte, Texas. Population's about 2000. And uh, they're making some waves right now. They have a video out, and it's on their uh, – you can link to it. Uh, I don't know if it's still on their website. They may have taken it down, but there was an article on Substack that will still take you to that video. And it's a cartoon, and it's a little boy named Michael, and he's talking to his dad. And his dad said says, uh, Michael – you are a boy. And Michael says, but I feel like a girl. And he says, but you have born a boy. You will always be a boy and you can never change that. And the little boy starts crying. The frame freezes. The teacher, the animated teacher walks in and says, now here's how that parent could have handled this. Daddy, I'm, I feel like a girl and my friends call me Michelle. And the dad then says, the animated dad then says, You know, I really need to understand this from your point of view, Michelle. So I'm going to try to be the best father to my daughter that I can possibly be. That's in a school district of 2,000 people. And that's one of the things that's, that's very important over the last, I don't know, year or so, We've done a number of podcasts with the folks in uh, here locally with us in the Belton ISD, and that's one of the things that has been to me important to be doing that because while they are, you know, one of the larger school districts in our area, they still are a relatively smaller school district compared to Frisco or you know Plano or Southlake or down in. Um, sci down in Houston, those types of, of, of districts, you know, that are also in these larger metropolitan areas. One of the reasons I have felt that it was important to highlight Belton is because there are people that would think, oh, Belton, you know, that's just up there in central Texas. That's a small town. And it's like, no, it is important that people understand they're right there in Belton, Texas. They're a hotbed of this nonsense as much as anywhere else. So don't, to your point, don't take for granted that you're smaller less metropolitan school district isn't, you know, potentially having the same stuff because let's remember they go and are under the influence of the same dirty demon culprits, such as the Texas Association of School Boards and the Texas Association of School Administrators. Their officials 
all of their faculty, their administrators, they go to the same meetings that those people from SciFair and Frisco and Plano and everybody else are going to to be indoctrinated themselves in this propaganda. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, you you talk about the points of optimism. There's a couple of school districts that have severed ties with the Texas Association of School Boards, and and I think that that's got to happen. This whole thing with um, with with the the elementaries or the kindergartens, elementaries on up through high school, it just gets on steroids when it gets into college, and this is why the left wants to put voting precincts on college campuses and i maintain those kids need to vote in their hometowns that's where their permanent address is until they move and they need to vote in their hometowns because they do this on college campuses say at a a large university like ut that could be fifty thousand extra votes to keep your your city uh, liberal are you putting a bond election for a, a local college having a polling on the campus uh on the campus that that might help that bond election for the school also pass well yeah it's to me the left will do anything and i think we saw this in the last election i i'm i'm just not one of those people that says yeah this is the what did what did the left say this is the was the most secure election in American history. I think Chuck Schumer or somebody said that. No, it wasn't. And I want to ask you, have you ever heard of the principle of, it's called, ready for this, the current thingism? Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. The current thing is... I'm not familiar with that, but I can I can see how... Well, here's what it is. I used to call it obsession. But the current thing for, say, the last year or so... And you would find this on CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post. The current thing was January 6th. Now, you can go all the way back to the missing Malaysian jetliner, which was the current thing for a while, but it didn't do them any good for politics. O.J. Simpson was the current thing. Um, Russian collusion was the current thing for three years. Current thingism is the science of finding a story, building it up, propping it up, doing it night after night after night or headline after headline if it's a printed piece, and the real stories that should be covered get covered up, and that's called current thingism. And uh, I hadn't heard that term until last night, but I read an article about it. I, of course, I'm familiar with it. I, I we, didn't we know see the term. It, we see it we see happen it. constantly. I mean, I... I kind of laughed at the time when the Chinese spy balloon was taking its tour of the continental United States. The people that were most happy about that was the Memphis Police Department because they were at, we were at that point there was all the press about that awful beating of that individual that 
the police officers had been involved with. And there was a lot of stuff that was potentially getting ready to come out about that, about how that there had been pictures of the victim circulated while he was there on the scene by the police officers to people in their friend circles and that there was some real nasty kind of gang orientation within the Memphis Police Department. I mean, there was a lot of places that that was going to go that would be real ugly. Some of and the, the current spy balloon things, came along and bam, it, that story it, it, is gone. It became the current thing. And, and last week, Tucker Carlson was the current thing. And you didn't hear much about the absolute terrible video rollout of Joe Biden's campaign, the horrible negativity, the not one mention of any accomplishment he ever had, no mention of anything he wants to accomplish, but talking about how awful and evil MAGA is, you know, which stands for Make America Great Again, which people seem to forget. Uh, and that's that's a way that they use to cover up things they don't want on the air. Like the Hunter Biden laptop, for example, which has maybe been the current thing on Fox, but never anywhere else. And you wonder if Fox can can maintain that. I, I don't know if if, if Fox, is Fox just going to slip into being one of the big three networks and no different from the others. Oh, I think I think they're well on their way with that. Um, they will work to kind of keep their branding, suggesting some degree of conservatism, but. You know, in the same way that what is it, MSNBC has the lean left or whatever, they'll have some tagline that will speak to conservatism, but I don't think you'll see it on anything that's meaningful. You know, when Tucker talked about the the issues that, you know, there's so little time spent it discussing issues that really matter, they will gloss over those issues. They will still tell you that uh, the Ukrainians are doing just a fine job kicking the Russians behind over there in Ukraine. You know, they will they will tell you that, oh, we're doing all sorts of great things, that EVs are the are the wave of the future without talking about just the idiocy of using them, the danger of allowing the CCP to become even more entrenched into our economy and into our way of life if we have a dependency on those vehicles. They won't talk about it, any of the the environmental implications that we're supposed to be so concerned about the environment. But at the same time, look at the resources, the uranium and the different things that are used, you know, to produce these batteries. And the fact that the CCP, once again, has control of most of those. Oh, and the horrible conditions. We care so much about the environment and about human rights, but we'll send little eight-year-olds down into these mines, and they'll probably not live to see 12 because— But that's covered up because it's not the current thing. Right. Nobody talks about that except uh, uh, one of the Fox uh, substitutes for Jesse Waters uh, was talking about it, uh, and I'll think of her name in just a moment. Can I give you a little anatomy lesson? Oh. Um, I was just listening to a <laughs> song know. a song about anatomy last night, and it I didn't realize this, but did you know that the drinking bones connected to the party bone and the party bones connected to the staying all, all out all night long bone, which is connected to the being all alone bone? And I get to thinking, every one of these things that is causing our problems is connected Every one of them. And if you were going to do a song about that, I was saying the gun control bone is connected to the socialism bone or to the government having total, complete authority over our lives. While all this is going on, while Antifa is rioting, while Black Lives Matter, a whole summer of rioting, and nothing happened to those people, nothing nothing of any, any level like January 6th, Joe Biden is on the air every single day saying, we've got to, we've got to have common sense gun control. We've got to get rid of assault weapons. People don't need weapons of war. Yes, we do, because of Joe Biden, because of people like him. We cannot be disarmed. Everything we're talking about here connects like a big puzzle. And let's go back to he is constantly out there telling that the big, you know, well, aside from climate change, of course, which we all know that's the paramount threat to life as we know it. But past that, it's MAGA 
MAGA people. It's the Republicans. It's the the Trump people, the deplorables, which I guess deplorables kind of a passe term now. You're the but MAGA extremists. That's mm-hmm. right. You're yeah, we MAGA were. Let's extremists. see. First, we were bitter clingers. Right. And right. then we were. Uh, deplorables, and then we were Neanderthals, as I recall, yeah, from for a, Joe a little Biden. while, yeah. And now it's MAGA extremists. Yeah, so, so yeah, but we're the MAGA extremists. But isn't it interesting that once again I go back to never mind left, right, never mind Republican, Democrat, never mind conservative, liberal, where are we? We're at MAGA extremists, also known as populists, versus you have. Trump, you have Bobby Kennedy, you have Tucker talking about what? They're talking about centralized authority. They're talking about the administrative state. That's the globalist. And so once again, you have the leading voices, although I say leading voices with putting Joe Biden in there as a, you know, I guess a a courtesy of nothing else. You have the leading voices who are absolutely characterizing that globalist versus the populist um, scenario via the MAGA extremists and the centralized authority, the administrative state from the other side. Well, and this gets back to Tucker again. Uh, He would put people on his air that no other show on Fox would do. And Robert Kennedy is an example of that. Absolutely. Uh, there was a couple of other people that were examples of that. And, and here's another thing. Darren Beatty from Revolver News. That was where well, Tucker yes. was getting all of his J6 information. And let me ask you a question. Are you aware of a guy named, what, is it Jack Teixeira? Oh, yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who, who leaked. The and kid. That, and that's been the big, yeah, but it, but not in military terms. People who are 21 right, have right, security right. clearances. Yeah, the young man that was the National Guard. But is something stuck out to you to that story that seems odd? The whole story is about the leak. But we don't know what was in the leak. I would love to know, what is it? Was he just some crazy, I mean, obviously young. Uh, was he trying to impress his friends, this young guy? Or was there something he thought we ought to know? I'm just wondering, because some of these leaks embarrass an awful lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, once again, it's it's kind of goes back to, <clears throat> well, it divides people. Because this is one of those things, the same way with Julian Assange, the same way with Snowden, in that there are people that say leaking is dangerous, leaking in and of itself is dangerous, and it should never have happened. Other people are saying, but... Look at the content of what was leaked. You know, we're hearing from this guy, according to the information he's putting out, it's what they're saying that Ukraine is getting is getting decimated over there, that the casualty numbers are far more different than what we've been fed over here through the corporate media. And so it paints a completely different picture that this that, spring that, offensive that our, that our help is is helping them win this war. Yes. Meanwhile, what's happening? Well, it sounds with, like with the, the restaurants and things in Kiev are, are actually, Kiev's a pretty hop in place. Yeah, pretty hop in place. But look, here's the situation, too. Uh, Joe Biden has decimated our strategic oil reserve. Ukraine, we've sent so many weapons there. And I, I'm not aware of how big our stockpile is, but I worry because it's sure not as big as it was a year ago. And meanwhile, Xi Jinping is making all kind of... Uh, of, of, of rattling all kind of of chains toward Taiwan, I don't think, and our military's woke. I don't think that we are capable of fighting a war. I don't think we have the we need those oil reserves, and we can't replenish them now because oil's too high. And we need we need an amazing weapons stockpile, and we need men weapons who don't know, and ammunition. We need men who will go out there and kill people and break things. And I don't think that's what our army is, but I'll bet that's what the Chinese army is. Oh, better believe it. I mean, there was some story out. I read earlier this week about all the horm that they are they are using a lot of hormones on their probably testosterone exactly yes exactly oh yeah they're pumping up their their young population as well but not not to not like change we genders yes. no so you know I made this list I'm not going to read the whole list but I just made a list of things that 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 bother me uh, the breakup of the traditional family 
gun control, minor attracted persons, defund the police. Now, there's one that fits in, too. They want gun control. They want to take away your gun. At the same time, they want to disband the police. How does that work? What do you do then when a couple of Black Lives Matter or Antifa extremists are banging on your door? And remember, they're not above it. They dox people. Well, and here we had, was it in the Texas House that we had a, a bill introduced to, to get rid of the Castle Doctrine here in Texas such that you couldn't have, you know, a stand your ground that if somebody comes into your home, you can't defend yourself? We had that conversation last night. I said, so we're sitting here one night in watching TV and there's a bang on the door. Maybe we let them in. Maybe they bust their way in and they're like, oh, well, we're here to take your stuff. And so they decide the TV that we've been sitting there watching, they decide to take it off the wall. And if we decide to do something to say, oh, no, that's not going to happen. And we pull out a legally owned weapon that we have and use it to defend ourselves and it becomes a you know potentially deadly situation we're the ones who are in the wrong well that takes and me that's to, what this bill was basically setting e- up exactly and that takes me to what does george soros have to part to play in this because uh, I, I work in austin and we have a soros da there and it's a soros da that indicted trump and it's, there was a Soros DA named Kim Fox in Chicago uh, who was involved with the Jesse Smollett thing. And Kim Gardner in St. Louis and who it goes went on after and on. The, the couple with the, the McCluskeys. So uh, are, are we trying to take defense weapons of self-defense away from the population at the same time that the left wants to defund the police uh, how how would that possibly work? What would our founders think of that? Well, they're they're turning over in their graves on so many on so many respects. But the thing is, they want to defund the police and then re-implement it in a different form that will be a far more mil- militaristic and um, you know more like a, an army so to speak that it won't be so much that it will not be so much about protecting citizens as it would be about protecting government well some of the institutions of government have gone so far uh what we used to say politically correct and now we say woke uh there's not going to be a school choice bill either because there's 24 republicans in the house that won't let that happen now i'll be i'll be very gratified if it does but Our schools, in my opinion, are just gone. Uh, We have idiots in charge, morons in charge of Austin. I think we have probably, it's probably the same for Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio as well. Oh, I wouldn't limit myself just with those districts. (laughs) And with the big cities. No, and it's filtering down. Cancel culture. You're a woman. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. New on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. You're being canceled. Dylan Mulvaney got the gig at at, uh, at uh, Bud Light, and Dylan Mulvaney is a guy dressing in what they are now calling woman face. But again, the backlash of that should give you some hope, 
because the backlash of that, it's not about people that are just a bunch of haters. You know, if Dylan Mulvaney wants to go dress like a woman, so be it. Dylan Mulvaney, the the type of femininity and womanhood he presents himself as is a woman that I would never care particularly to be friends with. (laughs) I don't have female friends who are that silly and that stupid. Yes, yes. And so... And so I think that's the way a lot of people are taking this. And it's like, no, people people aren't big haters. You know, nobody's going to spend a whole lot of their time hating Dylan Mulvaney. They're just going to say, you know, Bud Light, if you don't want to, if if this is what you want to be, I'll go drink Miller Lite. Yeah, there's a beer out. And, there's a beer out called Ultra Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> and it's yes, just and going it's doing crazy. Very well. And so, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I think. That's another one of those bright spots that that we should look to. Well, look, you're a woman, your gender, your sex, I would prefer to say, is being canceled. But I, on the other hand, am the most reviled specimen well, you're just evil of non-humanity. I am an old, white, cisgender, no, excuse me, uh, sexually normal, heterosexual, Christian male. Yes, who That's has an who endangered has been, species? Who has been productive? Well, yeah, and, to some extent, pro- I've paid my taxes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, provided for a family, provide, you know, been self reliant, all those sorts of things that that are you know reviled in today's in too many of today's societal. And then we've got ESG, we've got DEI, we've got uh, lawfare. This is uh, where you use the legal system, which Mm -hmm. uh, an example of lawfare is this Bragg, Alvin Bragg up in Manhattan going after Trump, using legal means to go after your enemies. Remember, the left does not want to defeat their enemies. They want to destroy their enemies. Um, I also wrote down rigged elections, uh, woke school boards. Rise of drag queens. Uh, it just seems that uh, nothing is the way it was. And, of course, the, the, uh, the, the changing of the names of military bases, uh, like Fort Hood to Fort Cavazos, uh, there won't be any white male generals that are in those list of new names. So what does all that mean? Frustrating, frightening as it all is, I still come back to I think a lot of these issues are being pushed, are being advocated, or some of the things like the lawfare and things like that are being perpetrated by a small number of people whose actions, whose desires are amplified by the fact that the corporate media is a major party to this corporate government merger, this centralized authority. The media is a huge piece of that, and that is why we come back to Tucker. We come back to, you know, other people on the right. I am a big fan, admittedly, of the War Room and Steve Bannon. The New York Times has put that War Room is like one of the number one uh, purveyors of disinformation in American media. Well, it's amazing the disinformation that all of a sudden is reality. Well, I will tell you right now, I think this is all a conspiracy. I think the things I have on this list, uh, open borders is another one. The woke military, school indoctrination, um, renaming the military bases and, and posts, cancel culture, the war on fossil fuels. I think these are all pieces of a puzzle, and I think they all fit in. And I'll ask you, because I'm still working this out in my mind, what is the ultimate goal? What happens when cancel culture, wokeness, uh, transgenderism, all these things, what happens when they all have a complete 100% victory? What, do we, what does that look like? I can remember back in the 90s when we first started hearing the term the New World Order. Yes. And you would hear it in terms of uh, the Bilderbergs and the Trilateral Commission. And you would even kind of start hearing about the World Economic Forum and Davos and all relations. of those things. And Council on Foreign Relations. Yeah, all of those things. But they were all shadowy kind of institutions. And you know who they were talked about a lot? was a guy named Alex Jones. Yep. <laughs> and I can remember when there used to be that Rush was right 
uh-huh. sticker. Yeah. Well, Alex Jones has also been right about a lot of things. And he I would has. submit to you that, I mean, he's a loose cannon. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Does, but I would submit to you that he was one of the first media figures that they went after with a vengeance. He opened himself up. He on played the into their hood. hands. Absolutely. That's exactly right. But you go back and listen. The stuff that he talks about now it's the same stuff he's been talking about for 20, 25 years. And it's the global elites are looking to take over. And now, you know, like I said, back in the 90s, you would hear these these terms of these the New World Order, these things. And it was kind of like, oh, that's conspiracy theory type stuff. Now, I mean, who is going to argue with you that the World Economic Forum does not exist? It's run by a guy named Klaus Schwab's. They meet in Davos, Switzerland. And they have all over their website and all of their materials, they've written books on it, talking about the New World Order. And so when you ask, where is, what is the end game? It's become cliche about you will own nothing and be happy. But I truly believe that is where we're headed with that. I oh, would also well. say that when one of the things that I'm not real big on is the, um, is the, the metaverse and all the, you know, the use of the the glasses and everything to go into. Oh, absolutely. Into all of that. Because think about how if you have people living in that kind of altered reality, the control that you could have. And now we're moving in. We haven't talked about, but AI. AI and worse than AI. There's something worse than AI. And that's if the government is in charge of our currency because it's all digital and you go to buy a gun and they won't take your card or, or your handprint or whatever it happens to be because the government says, no, you already own two guns. You don't need any more. And you've got plenty of ammunition because they know exactly how much you bought. And we have to fight that. We're, we're close to that already. Right. Well, and, and, you know, and it may also be like, oh, and by the way, we are rationing the amount of funds that you have available to be used for food. Or for travel, you are now limited. Yes. There's even the the World Economic for, um, Forum. They have some some strategy for smart cities. I think they call it, where it's basically you are assigned to live in a certain grid that is a finite area, and you can travel freely during your little place. So for us, you know, it may be we can travel anywhere we want in Bell County, but we go to Williamson County or McLennan County. Mm-hmm. Well, you may be right about that. All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up with uh, a short. What is the way out of this or is there a way out of this? Uh, Just do you see do you see this reversing at all? Not without a fight, a revolution, a civil war, a state seceding. I don't know that it becomes kinetic, but certainly the Chinese talk about unrestricted warfare, which is the use of cyber, economic, um, biological, chemical, all of the things that we see happening right now and that you try and go through and do all of that type thing, informational warfare. You use all of those methods before you get to a kinetic war. The war where you what we would see traditionally as warfare, they have been utilizing all of that stuff on us for years. Well, unfortunately, our government is utilizing the same thing on us on as us well. too. And so that's where I think we have to get ourselves organized. So when you say, oh, a revolution, yes, a revolution of sorts. But it isn't necessarily a revolution that has to be about coming to blows, although we must fight to keep our Second Amendment Absolutely, because that is the fallback if ever we need it. And it also is the safeguard that will make government, as they do get more and more aggressive, not only from an informational standpoint, from a you know legislative standpoint, but also from a physical standpoint, because we do see government becoming more militaristic toward the people. Our being armed is the only thing that is going to help 
keep that one a little bit at bay. But meanwhile, as we maintain our arms, we need to be out there looking for ways to deploy the same type of informational warfare. We need to be looking at the biological warfare when they're telling us we need to go and have all of these these vaccines that are causing our population to be more sickly and perhaps even to be neutered, to be unable to reproduce, all of these types of things, we have to fight that back with those. Well, I think it gets down to uh, whether we're liking funny cat videos or whether people actually start doing what Tucker said and start understanding what is really going on in the world and reacting to it. The people will have to rise up. I don't see our current population at that point. But uh, if if we start have gas rationing or start having gas rationing, uh, if we have food rationing, the people will say, wait a minute, this is not the country I grew up in or the country I want to be in. I think it's going to take, I don't know, can you, an, an insurrection maybe? I don't know. But I, but I think we're going to have to, uh, the, the people are going to have to look at the government and tell them no. And I, I think that we are seeing more and more people that way. I think we are seeing more people on the left and the right who are recognizing that things are not right, like the AC guy that we started out mm-hmm. talking about. That people recognize that things aren't right. Even the shootings and things like that that we see. Our society is off kilter in a way that um, that we haven't we haven't been before. And I think that's resonating with more and more people. And Rasmussen had something interesting out that um, a recent poll they did showed something 30% of the population would be willing to vote for a third party. And there were more Democrats that were open to voting for a third party than, a, than Republicans And I think were. Joe Manchin knows that, too. All right. To be continued, Lou Ann Anderson of Political Pursuits, the podcast. I'm Lynn Woolley. Thank you for joining us for this episode. This is Planet Logic. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.